Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, A Moment of Boba, where you get to come and join us as we share with one another about our life experiences. I'm Kalina. I'm Piang. And I'm Finola. And I'm Tina, your host for today's episode. So it is now March and it's been a year in quarantine. So today we'll be sharing our experiences of COVID-19, quarantining, and how things have been for us and or how things have changed. So I just want to ask you girls, how did COVID affect you guys? Did you guys ever get COVID or know anyone who got COVID or did you ever get tested? And if so, how was it? (laughs) So many questions. (laughs) Okay. Well, the first one. Okay. So the first one, did you guys, oh, how did COVID affect you guys? If anything at all? Hmm. I think when it first, when last year when it first started it wasn't that different for me besides just being online for school because i i still i was still able to leave home because i worked so yeah i went to work and then i had to do my classes at work so i like locked myself up in a room (laughs) for like a couple hours since my classes were back to back but yeah Mm -hmm. I think for me, that was when that was my senior year of college. So, um, the first way it affected me was that we weren't going to have our, you know, our graduation ceremony. So that was really sad. And um, thinking back, it's still really sad. But uh, just because I am a first generation student, so I was first to go to college. So I we expected me to be the first to, you know, walk the stage for college and get my um, degree. But that didn't happen. So it just kind of it kind of feels like even now, like to this day, it kind of feels like I never graduated because it was never really official. Like, you know, you just finish your classes online and then all of a sudden you have your diploma in the mail and then you're done. Like all those years of work is just like, here here it is in the mail. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, and I feel like schools are like, oh, well, you can come to like the one when we are able to have an in-person one. But mm-hmm. then by that time, you're kind of just over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then did you do anything to celebrate with like on your own with your family or what did you do? Um, we didn't just because... Um, I don't know, like, just being home, we couldn't really go out, and, like, we didn't want to go buy stuff at the stores, and um, just even ordering things was kind of risky, because you never know who's touched the packages and stuff like that, um, so we never, we never really, um, what do you call it, celebrated it, but we did take graduation photos in the we did take graduation <laughs> photos when we could, but um, I don't know. It just it still felt different because yeah, we didn't get to celebrate it and all that with um family members and friends. So it was it was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you're done with school, so that's good. Mm, I know. <laughs> I can't wait to be done. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, a year? A year left? A year and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well. COVID has affected me in a lot of different ways. <laughs> um, today actually was um, my school's first time going back in persons, uh, in person with, and so it's been like a year since 
I've been in a classroom with kids wow. literally, I think it was March 16th, around that time of last year is when um, it was my last day with kids in a classroom. So today is my first day with kids in a classroom, and it was so weird, super different. Um, I, I guess, I mean, I kind of had the same, because last year my kids, I had 15 kids, and this year... Um, in person, I only have half of my class, and so it's like 11. So about the same amount of students, but it was really weird because of how everything is in the classroom versus where last year we could walk to the lunch, um, kids could go to the bathroom on their own, um, and we could send multiple kids at a time. Well, actually last year we only were able to still send one kid at a time during class, but like it was so nice but so weird at the same time. And there's so many technology things that we learned in order to teach online and in person at the same time. So it was, like, a little bit chaotic. But, like, like for me, in the moment, it was chaotic for me. But uh, to my kids, it was, like, awkward science for them. Um, <laughs> so, like, it was, like, a huge learning curve to go from teaching in person to distance and then back to teaching in person. So it's like, it has been a very exhausting few weeks trying to get ready, but like, like today seeing all my kids, it was like so worth all that training and everything um, to see all of them today, to like connect their faces to their names. So like I, and another thing that's weird is just like, seeing a different group of kids because um, I never imagined that my last group of kids I would end the year not being able to see them in person at all or mm-hmm. like going to Valley Fair for the end of the year that kind of thing and so being able to see a new group of kids who I never met <laughs> at the since the beginning of the school year um, being able to finish the year with them in person is really it's weird like I feel like I just haven't had closure with my last kids <laughs> and <laughs> haven't had like a proper introduction with my new kids so it's been a weird ride as a teacher but work related yeah that's COVID has really changed work my work style I guess I could say Mm-hmm. Were your kids, like, a um, surprised to see you in person? Because, you know, like, on the camera, like, everybody just looks kind of different. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could be, like, shorter or taller yeah. or paler or darker and whatnot. They, um, so I teach to both sixth grade classes. Um, so then when I went to my, uh, to the other sixth grade class to teach, um, I was literally in there for five minutes. And then my coworker comes in. And my one of the students like, hey, um, this is Miss Manola, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I am Miss Manola. Well, who do you think I am? Why would I be here? He's like, I thought you would be taller in person. <laughs> oh my gosh! And your voice changed. Your voice is different. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I know I'm short. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm Miss Manola. Okay, I'm your teacher. Yeah. <laughs> And my coworker is like, maybe on Zoom, like, you just sound louder because um, we, I'm talking through the computer, you know, versus mm-hmm. in person. And then, like, we're farther from apart. And, like, I don't know. I just have a quieter voice. But I'm like, that makes sense, too. Mm. But it was just so funny. I think that literally made my day in a way because <laughs> I was just like, 
dude, I thought you guys would be taller. I mean, there were tall kids too, but mm-hmm. some of them, I'm like, oh, they, they um, weren't as tall as I thought they would be, but it was so funny. He was like, I thought you were going to be taller. I imagine you'd be taller. And I was <laughs> like, no, I'm short. And it was surprising too, because last year in fifth grade, the fifth grade hallway is the same with the sixth grade hallway. So I had I would assume that he he has seen me before. Oh. So I was kind of surprised. Like, dude, you saw me last year. We're in the same hallway <laughs> last year, so it was funny. But um, yeah, there was a lot of the, the kids are just like, oh, you're Miss Finola. This is what you look like. So Aww. it was funny. Dude, maybe their volume was just turned up really loud, really high, and so that's, that's why they you, thought you yeah. spoke really loud. Um, honestly, we told the kids to, like, on Zoom, put the their volume up because a lot of the time, either one, there's kids in their household and it's too loud for them to hear us, so that's why we have them do that. And if they don't have headphones, then they obviously can't hear, hear us. And there's just some kids who are just, like, always like, wait, what did you say? Can you repeat mm-hmm. that again? <laughs> and so we're like, okay, you guys, make sure your volume is all the way up so you can <laughs> hear us and we're talking. Can you imagine, like, Finola through online, she's, like, super loud in class. She tries to yell at a kid, like, named Jack, and she goes, Jack, Jack, Jack. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Compared to through the mm-hmm. computer. Dude, today I literally had a kid talking over me because I had to talk to kids on Zoom and in person at the same time. So that was really weird. I'm like, hey, Alex, great job. And this is a person that's online. And there's kids, like, in person, too. It was so weird. And so while I was teaching, I heard someone talk over me. And I'm like, why do I hear someone talk over me? And I was like, wait, I shouldn't shout. Because I was sitting in front of the computer, too. (laughs) And the kids on Zoom were there. I'm like, oh, wait, I might be too loud for the kids on Zoom. So, like, I had to turn my head away from the computer. And I was like, who is talking over me? Please don't talk over me while I'm teaching. Oh, my god! I was just like, oh, my gosh. This is going to be a lot of work, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Life of a teacher. No. Never could do I it. I could never. <laughs> yep. I could never. <laughs> yeah. It's a struggle trying to teach online and in-person kids. Yeah. I bet. So well um well as i said like in the past videos like covid for me hasn't really affected me because like i still go to school in person um i feel like the only thing that did change when we were in lockdown was when uh oh work like we couldn't work anymore because i just work retail so we had Mm -hmm. to stop working uh but that was so good because i got unemployment But then, like, I didn't, okay, I did not waste the money. I, like, spent it to, like, renovate my room. Like, I got a mirror and a desk, a new bed frame, and, like, clothing racks and stuff. So, oh, and I was a nice sister and bought my brother clothes. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I think that's, like, the only, oh, no. Well, like, obviously, like, I can't, we, we can't go out and play Mm-hmm. Um, or just hang out with each other as much just to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did feel yeah. like that too. When, um, so at the beginning of quarantine, I was stuck away from home back at where I was going to college and, um, my, my friends were still in town, but I didn't want to go out and hang with them because, you know, like I know that I've been quarantining, I'm I should be safe, 
but I don't know where my friends have been, so that's the hard part where, like, they're so close to you, but you just can't risk it just because, like, and at home, like, I live with, um, I would say, like, high-risk um, family members, so it's just, like, that friendship part where it's like, uh, I do want to put energy into our friendship and come see you, but I'm not going to risk the health of anybody else around me. And I think that might have affected like some friendships where it's like, oh, how come this person can come but she can't like that? But I think hopefully some like our understanding of it, but I think others might see it differently. But uh, yeah. So that part was hard about like, oh, I really want to go. And like now, like I have all the time in the world to go, but it's the worst time to go. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. because I feel like even with some of my friends, when they want to hang out and they're like, oh, yeah, like we can do this and this. And like, and obviously this is like during the spring, late spring, early summer. So like the weather was nice, but my parents are kind of like, no, let's don't leave the house just because just to be safe so when I say that to them I feel so bad because then it makes me feel like they think that I don't want to be with them but I Mm -hmm. really do Mm -hmm. yeah I would uh say the same thing as Payeen like I have higher risk family members that I live with is that was that the right term (laughs) higher risk (laughs) okay yeah um yeah like my dad because you know he has diabetes and so it's I guess easier for him to get it mm-hmm. okay and he's the one that set the rule that said that we shouldn't go anywhere mm-hmm. but he always goes out and so i'm <laughs> like dad you keep telling us to stay in but you keep going out and you're at a higher risk of getting it so why are you going out mm-hmm. but he doesn't listen to us so yeah but i am glad that you know in his like workplace like everybody got covid except for him so i'm just like dad you need to just stay home because everybody got it and you're the last one and you can't you can't shouldn't get covid so you need to stay Mm -hmm. home Mm -hmm. but yeah so i'm glad that my dad never got covid and i hope he'll never get it and that he gets Mm -hmm. vaccinated So then do you guys know anyone who got COVID at all? Family members or friends, acquaintances, strangers? <laughs> um, I, I think it's fine to say because it, it has been a while. But my brother did end up getting COVID because oh. he, yeah, he was a freshman in college. And um, since he was in like STEM field, so he had to, you know, do in-person labs. And so since he was living in the dorms, you know, he they don't have kitchens there. So he had to he obviously has to go and eat at the um, school cafeteria. And so it's either he goes to cafeteria, goes to lab and comes straight back to his dorm. But so that's all he did. So he did like take precautions and all that. But, you know, you're still in college and people in your labs. And no matter how safe a college thinks that the regulations are, it's really not even that safe if you're still around so many people so he ended up getting it but the weird thing was is that that's like not the how do i explain this okay so 
we got a call like super early in the morning so I'll just kind of explain to you guys how I remember it so we had a call early in the morning and then it was from my mom who was out of town and she because she was um she was with her um family in out of state and then she said hey your brother is super sick you need to go pick him up and take him to the ER because he he couldn't drive and um, he didn't have any friends yet that he made because you know uh, if you're in quarantine you can't really go out and make friends in college so we had to drive like a few hours away to go get him to the ER and it was something with his stomach it wasn't even like a breathing problem or like a headache he he described it as being punched in the stomach with a bat I was like, oh my gosh, that's insane. Like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, like, he was, like, in pain. And so when we picked him up, he was, like, he could could barely walk. And then he just kind of, like, laid in the backseat. And we stayed at the ER to do tests for, like, five hours. It was really long. And he could only have one person with him. So Mm -hmm. my sister stayed in the car the whole time in the (gasps) parking lot. Five hours? Yeah. Yeah, for five hours. So that, like... I don't even I think she had her laptop so she just used like hotspot to you know go on her laptop yeah yeah and it was she said there were like cop cars that she would like try and hide like lord (laughs) she didn't want to get in trouble but um and be like suspicious but yeah so um I remember after all the tests we were just waiting and then the doctor came in he was like did you hear the news and we're like, what's the news? <laughs> like, are you not going to tell us? <laughs> no, like, yeah. you're the doctor. You mm-hmm. should tell me. Yeah. And then he was like, you tested positive. And I was like, me and my brother, we just looked at each other because we didn't really know how to take it. Because mm. I don't know, like, we didn't expect it to be COVID just because of the symptoms he was having. Like, it wasn't anything mm. like that you would hear about. And so he just said, yeah, um, you have COVID. And then um we were thinking about like what to do with his stomach problem and then fast forward um he was actually asymptomatic so he didn't have any of the covid symptoms and the reason why we like this was like oh my gosh like how lucky were we that okay it's not really like a good thing to be lucky about but like with your stomach pain like it was so bad to the point where we had to take you to the er and that was the only reason why we knew he had covid other than that no we never would have known and imagine if like you know he kept going out to classes and stuff and on the way like people you know came in contact with him Mm -hmm. so because of the stomach problems um that allowed us to know that you know he had covid and like yeah he was asymptomatic like after his stomach pains like he took medicine for the stomach pains he literally felt normal like he was like uh, he he felt like they uh what is it called misdiagnosed him with covid like he really felt like they made a mistake but because you know there's like times where it could be a false negative false positive and he felt like it was a false um positive but yeah that was really scary and the fact that me and my sister came in contact with him like we had like we kind of had to because we couldn't let him you know like die in his dorm or something oh my god i don't know how to word it we couldn't couldn't just let him like suffer so we we just decided to you know like expose ourselves to him but luckily we and then i'm going off of what tina said like have we ever gotten tested so yeah me and my sister we had to do like so many tests like because um you know we had to keep going back and forth because 
he would be fine and a few days later his stomach pains would come back so we would go back and so we would keep like isolating ourselves quarantining and somehow getting food to us and being sure that like if we use the same areas we had to like wipe it down and sanitize before and after and it was just like it obviously turned me into a germaphobe but that that was like really scary knowing that like oh my gosh there's a risk and then that made me kind of become more cautious even more cautious of what my actions would be after that but yeah, so that was a super long story <laughs> about <laughs> another way of how COVID affected my family and I. And I remember mm. telling, like, I was like, should I tell my close friends? Like, like I know my brother, he was kind of insecure about it. Like, he didn't want, like, he just felt like getting COVID is like, oh, man, like, I'm one of those people that, like, you know, didn't listen to the rules, rules, like, but... So I know he didn't feel good about having it, and um, he just wanted to hide it. But I was like, no, we got to, like, we had to tell, you know, like, the people that you've been around and this and that. And, and like, I obviously, like, it's, like, a big thing. So I didn't know who to talk to about it because I wasn't feeling the best. And so that's when I told, like, you guys and some other close friends. But I don't know, like... It's just like a hard thing to think about every now and then that that actually happened. I think but it's yeah. like hard to kind of share that with people because mm-hmm. then it kind of like turns into like a blame game almost. Like, mm-hmm. oh, because then like if, you know, we if I had it and we met together, it was like, oh, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. I should have told you guys or that I should have been more careful. And like it's. Yeah, I think that that's what makes it hard to kind of just share with people because they're like, oh, dude, like, why didn't you tell me? Because we met and now you have it, I might have it, and affected other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I've also known some people who, like, obviously were careful, like, who, who didn't go out at all and they had COVID. But, mm-hmm. like, um, I know I have a friend who... Her, like, she had COVID, but then her significant other didn't get it, even though they live in the same household, um, which was kind of crazy to me. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you negative, but he's positive. Like, that, or sorry, she has a, she's positive, <laughs> but he's negative. And, I, mm-hmm. and uh, they've gone everywhere together. And so I just, like, for me, it's crazy. Like, how did you get positive, but he was negative, even though you guys did things together and were around each other? And it's, I just find that, like, kind of crazy because, like, it would make sense if you're both positive. But then, um, like, on, like it just shows that you could probably just get it from anywhere, honestly. Like, even if you're careful, like, you, I don't know how they got it, but, mm-hmm. like, it's just, like, like, even if you're careful, you sh- like, you still have to be extra cautious mm-hmm. because you could still possibly get it. And I think that's kind of, like, I don't know, just a um, kind of like just really makes you think about everything that you do and where mm-hmm. you go. And yep. Like just being <sighs> super, super extra cautious because even if I am being careful, I still need to make sure I'm um, keeping myself clean and washing my hands and, you know, just doing all of that precautions just to make sure that you are safe. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just, 
crazy to me, like how she was negative. Or she, oh my gosh, she was <laughs> positive. <laughs> uh, even though like they were super careful, they didn't really meet anyone. But like she still, God and her husband or boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, didn't. What are they? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I mean, cause somebody when I was working, someone at my workplace had it, but like I was never really in close contact with her. It was kind of. Just, like, because we had different shifts, so, like, whenever she comes in, my shift would be over, so I would, like, never be in contact with her, but then she had COVID, so then, like, we had to, like, shut down our entire area of our workplace, but then people tested, and everybody else tested negative, and she was the only positive one, Mm -hmm. which I think was crazy because she was working for, Mm -hmm. with us for, like, a long time, and she she was asymptomatic, too, so, like, she Mm -hmm. didn't even know she had it, and so she found out her sister's her family members had it, so she decided to get a test, and then it turned out to be positive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> For me, <laughs> I'm still kind of bitter about this, <laughs> but I'll try. I'll, whatever. Okay, so uh, I was, like, um, talking to this person for, like, 30 minutes. We were... We were six feet apart, but we were still like in a in in enclosed mm. <laughs> um, room, like it was like a small room, mm-hmm. and yeah, and we were just talking for like thirty minutes, and then the next day, I found out that that person had COVID, but he also tested like five days or three days before when I when I talked to him, and I was just like. You got tested. When you get tested, you need to stay home and quarantine yourself. Like, why are you out? And so that just kind of made me upset because, like, you're purposely getting in contact with people. Whether you are positive or not, he was, he got tested and so he should have stayed home. And so, yeah. And, like, I think that person came into contact with a lot of people. But thank goodness, I think no one got it other than like you know, um, his wife, like his his um, yeah, just his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I think that's like a lot. That's like a lot of the experiences that I know of people who have had COVID and tested for COVID. Like they would feel symptoms, but don't t- but they won't tell anybody, or they would get tested and not tell anybody, and then you're they just put other people in danger of getting COVID. And so that's what bothers me about COVID, people who have COVID or who have symptoms. So, but I'm glad, like, you know, paying for you, like your brother, like you went up to, you went up to go get him and bring him to the ER. And that's how you guys found out. And Mm -hmm. even though it was like asymptomatic, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that's my experiences with people who have COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but have you guys ever got tested oh by the way after that incident I had to get tested just in case <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I had to quarantine myself for five days to wait for the results and legit I felt like I had the <laughs> the symptoms but that's just because I'm in my room all day I'm sleeping mm. all day I'm on my phone all day honestly and whenever I, I, I would go out oh sorry oh, no, keep going. <laughs> and whenever I would go out of my room my parents would be like how are you feeling I was like I feel fine. 
but I have a little headache. And they're like, what? I'm like, but I, maybe it's because I've just been sleeping all day. Like, yeah, don't scare us like that. I was like, I'm sorry. No, but, like, I feel like also, like, then, like, your mind, too, would, like, trick you into thinking mm -hmm. you had this. Yeah, when that you was me. Don't. Yeah, because yeah. we had also had an incident where our brother's friends came over and then one of them was positive. Mm. Yeah, and then... After a while, I was like, do I feel the symptoms? Do I have it? Like, I, I think I'm getting me? hot. I yeah, can't I taste like, anything. There's something wrong with me. But then, like, I took a test, and I was negative. So yeah. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I, I have, like, bad seasonal allergies. So I was super paranoid every time. Like, I started sniffing and, like, sneezing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm sniffing. Or I have, like, a sniffing. I'm sneezing. <laughs> and now I'm coughing. Like, it really makes you, like kind of like paranoid almost but then the one thing that i always go off of is like if 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 like i lose my taste because then i think that's like the, a huge thing to like that i feel like that's one of the things that is different from like a cold and a flu versus mm -hmm. getting covid is like the taste um so every time I'm like okay wait i need to eat something drink something can i still taste it okay i can i'm good <laughs> i'm good mm -hmm. for now because like i have super bad allergies like every time the season changes like my body um sometimes I could like get real sick where like my body just couldn't if the uh temperature changes too much then I can't adapt quickly enough and so then I get like it's chills and fevers or like just just bad nose and I think you've all been there when <laughs> I had my <laughs> seasonal allergies it's so bad so I was like paranoid I'm like I didn't go out like like, how did I get sick? So it's really, like, scares me. But I'm glad that I haven't gotten it. Um, but, like, I think it's very sad that there are so many people that were lost to, like, COVID. And it's so, mm. like, like I, <gasps> with the, all the numbers, it's so unfortunate. Like, it, this should have. Yeah. Like, if you think, like, people <sighs> should have been gone from this you know it's it really sucks that mm -hmm. there have been so many people yeah sorry i gasped because i found out okay so you know at um at this mall this particular mall you know there's like um a, a a train ride kind mm -hmm. of and there's a conductor um he like owns the train but recently my nephews they, they always go to this mall to ride the train and the conductor knows my nephews and they would he would always let them ride for free Aww. so then when they came back you know um after like a, a while um there's like a a counter like a desk counter yeah, with yeah. his picture on it and my brother-in-law was like oh um where did he go like what happened and I don't know who the female worker was, but there was a female worker, and she was like, oh, he unfortunately passed from COVID. And oh. I was like, that makes me so sad, because, yeah. like, he and my nephews had this relationship. Like yeah. yeah. Those stories where you see, like, a child bonds with, like, a mailman or, like, garbage. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I asked my sister, I was like, what did you guys tell the boys? And they're like, we, we, we couldn't tell them, we didn't tell them. Because, like, you know, they're only, like, what, six years old and younger. Mm -hmm. And so I think just the concept of death is just obvi – obviously, it's too much for kids to handle. Mm -hmm. But that makes me so sad because he was such a, 
I mean, like, from what I know from my nephews and um, my sister and brother-in-law, like, he was a very nice, kind man. I was like, that makes me so sad. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I honestly didn't know that the conductor owned that train. Yeah. I just thought it was, like, a company Mm -hmm. that does it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well. Well, we should try to move on to a different topic. <laughs> well, okay. On the brighter side of things, the vaccine is yes. slowly coming out or being more available to people. So mm-hmm. that's a good sign that. Um we are hopefully be able to get out of this situation and mm-hmm. hopefully have a new normal where we can get back into the routine of things. Mm-hmm. It'll be different still, but like still be able to. Have you guys gotten the vaccine? Yep. Second shot. Ooh. Wow. Was, honestly, like I was kind of scared because a lot of people like, have so much symptoms for the second shot so i was scared that because you know my flu or my allergy is so mm-hmm. bad that i was literally thinking that it was going to be just as bad but surprisingly when i got my second shot it wasn't as bad like i felt really tired it kind of felt like i was recovering from a flu or a cold because mm-hmm. uh, then like you feel like you're better but you're so tired your body kind of aches uh, you have headaches here and there, and that was me. Um, I like I know like a lot of people had it way worse than I did, mm-hmm. so I actually didn't have like a bad. Cause I when I had my second shot, the first day it was fine, but the next day I was just super super tired. I literally felt like I was recovering from a flu. Um, so it wasn't too bad. From like my coworker, she was telling me that she had chills all day and like was just not feeling great um and mm-hmm. i was like oh i didn't get any chills but i got headaches and i was just super tired and that was it but um obviously i was very different from her how her second shot made her feel mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure other people like i've heard stories where they felt worse like there it was like really bad for them uh, but for me it was not so yeah i think mom she couldn't move and she was just sore. Dang. She couldn't get out of bed. Sad. <laughs> I made my mom come shop at my store <laughs> after she got her <laughs> shot. Or the day after oh. she got her shot. And, she, and you know, like, the day, oh, the after, day after is the worst day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was your mom <laughs> feeling okay? Uh, her arm was really short. Sh- 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 sore. Sore. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> her arm felt really sore. But I, like, made her try on some stuff. And so I just imagine her, like, like yeah, eh, 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 yeah. Eh, eh. that's what my <laughs> corker said she was saying that she couldn't even lift her arm above her head that was like how oh, sore yeah. she was oh my goodness yeah do you guys yeah. know the difference like- between oh sorry sorry oh, no no you're good go ahead <laughs> um do you guys know the difference between the different vaccines like the johnson johnson the moderna pfizer pfizer i don't know the difference i've seen some like on instagram reels like some like doc nurses and stuff would talk about it but i don't don't mm-hmm. memorize all of that information uh, yeah. <laughs> okay i don't know either okay well we'll I, research it or something yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. i'm not 100 percent sure 
either. I know for sure ingredients are a little bit different. Yeah, because I think Mm -hmm. some of them are like like the percentages are a bit different. Of like, Um, I don't want to say curing COVID, but of like, yeah, curing COVID. Yeah, Yeah. like I want to get it, and like, um, it's not available to me yet, just because you know there's like the priority list you could say of who should get it first so um i'm one of those that like don't need it the most which is fine to me um and i am a little bit scared of it just because of the symptoms and how like my body reacts because even like taking an advil like it triggers my asthma so bad to the point where like yeah like so i can't so it's either when when i get a headache or a migraine i just kind of have to deal with it and so um because if i take an advil it basically like shortens my breath so much to the point where sometimes I'm afraid to sleep because I'm like what if I can't breathe enough oxygen in like it's to that point where it's like you're breathing through a straw sometimes so that's why I hate yeah so I hate taking Advil and I've been trying to just do like NyQuil or Tylenol something like that and like when I went to Japan I got super sick this was two two years ago and like to the point where I couldn't smell I couldn't taste I had bad headaches and I was super tired. Like literally, like all the symptoms for COVID. I was about but, to like, say, oh my god. Yeah, but this was like two years ago, so it was obviously not. But so I know how it feels, and I've had the flu before. Dang, I just have been really sick. But yeah, so like I've had the flu before, and like it takes. It took me like thirty minutes just to sit up. Like it took so much energy out of me because I didn't have the strength to. So. Every now and then, whenever I feel those kind of symptoms, I'm like, okay, maybe this is just, you know, a normal sickness or something, even though it's like a symptom of COVID. So I've been trying not to stress myself out more <laughs> um, and just kind of like just taking care of myself, making sure that I can take the med- medication that I can, staying inside, allergy medicine, just so that I don't add anxiety onto all my paranoia but i do really want the vaccine but i have to kind of research more on like how tina you said there's like different ones and seeing how how and if it'll affect me Mm -hmm. i don't think we get to choose though right Mm -hmm. yeah some i think you do but most that i've heard you don't like finn i think you couldn't choose yeah so like for me like as a teacher we were just told to like give our school email to the health department mm-hmm. and then, like whenever there was available openings they would just let us know mm-hmm. and so like i didn't get to choose which one i wanted to take um they just i just went and when i got to the place i found out which one i took um <laughs> so i was like like i don't know for me i just wanted it before i went back to work mm-hmm. um and luckily enough it came just right in time right before I was going back, so it made me feel better about going back in person to teach. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't get to choose. Mm, yeah, well, hopefully uh, we'll all get it. Because yeah, like, you know, the priority people, mm-hmm. like the essential workers and stuff, mm-hmm. and senior citizens, I think, yeah. go first. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking that, like, by the end of this year, everyone should be able to have, like, vaccine mm-hmm. so hopefully yeah and it'll be nice to be able to like 
be around with more people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd um, be nice to hug people. Yeah. I miss <laughs> hugging. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, well, like with um, the mask, I I don't know if it's the mask or maybe being stressed, but like I am breaking out so much. Oh, yeah. Like oh literally, gosh. I think for sure is the mask today because I have like three new pimples on my face. <laughs> and like it's like dying, like my chin and cheekbone area and i was like it hurts it hurts, <laughs> it <laughs> hurts. Sure that's just this time yeah <laughs> for sure i feel mask. that oh my gosh well i think it's also because like i'm a sweaty and oily person so <laughs> like i just think all the oil and sweat being absorbed is like creating these pimples not that i don't wash my face but like I have a lot of oil. <laughs> mm. right, I feel you. I need to buy some the pimple more pimple patches now. Oh yeah, me too. It helps me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. you have on your lower face, nobody will see it. True, but oh, yeah. it hurts. But yeah, but I'm like, it's painful. You know, yeah. it, you can feel it. It's, like for me, yeah. like it annoys me so mm-hmm. much that it's there. But. I hate it when it is starting to form and it's like a, a red mountain, a hard red mountain mm. on your face. Like well, it hurts. Like, like the pimple patch or so, if it's like that, the red, the, the red phase, mm-hmm. then it doesn't help much. It has to like be like not ready to pop, but it has like the white. Oh, yeah. yeah. It has to be yellow like and white. It kind of helps a little bit for me. Because I feel like it kind of, like, shrinks it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think also, some, I, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I feel like, but also some pimples where it's red, where I've had that it's red and I try putting it on, it doesn't work. But sometimes when I do put it on, it works. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's, like, the stages that the pimple's in or I don't know. But, like, I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes it works. So I still I do think, it anyways. Yeah, I think there are, like, some specific Korean brands that target, like, f- um, the beginning stages of a pimple. Mm-hmm. And the ones that, like, we usually use is the one where your pimple's already ready to pop. And so, but yeah. I think the one you're talking about, doesn't it, like, I've I've seen, (laughs) not advertisements, but, like, when I watched, when I was in my phase of watching web dramas, they would have, they would, like, advertise those ones. And it has, like, I guess, like, a needle, not a needle, but, like, something that you, that will, like, like, quote, quote, needles. Yeah, that will poke through it to help suck out all the. Oh, whoa. Yeah. And in to inject what serum <laughs> or something? Oh, oh my god! I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was gonna. I forgot what I was gonna say. What I was going to say. I <laughs> cannot talk today. <laughs> oh, hmm. I forgot. Well, speaking of missing things, what is something you guys wish? You could do again or something that you miss doing. I think it's just going out in general. Mm-hmm. Like now, um, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I, well, specifically like the mall, our mega mall here, um, <laughs> especially on the weekends, because like the only time I could go there is during the weekends. When I, and so when I went to our big mall, there's just, like, so many people, and ge- and I was, like, very anxious, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's so many people. There's all so mm-hmm. close together. It gives me so much anxiety, knowing that not – most of these people don't have the vaccine yet. So, like, it's just like, oh, 
like those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's literally how I felt the whole time. <laughs> and so I think it's like knowing um once everyone knowing that most people have got the vaccine, I feel like in crowded places it did make me feel a bit better. Mm-hmm. But like I just like kind of just miss going out without having to worry about, you know, how close I am with people and if I'm gonna get sick from them. Um, but I don't know. I think just going out and you know like going bowling with friends or like going to the movie theaters karaoke um, <laughs> yeah and karaoke um i just think that just that enjoyment of like like i was um sharing with tj because we we're looking at mansions and there's like a mansion that has a movie theater in it and i was just like mm. you know like there's no enjoyment in going to your own home theater and watching. <laughs> like yes you can watch movies that you already seen at home but, like, to see a new movie, like, there's just that, like, excitement of, like, driving mm-hmm. there and going to the movies and getting popcorn and, you know, just, just like, like that feeling of being Yeah, out. the whole experience. Yeah, and so it's just, like, I kind of miss doing that. Like, when we watched Mulan um, together, it was, like... Together. Together. <laughs> like, like, Tina, we watched it together at her house, and it was nice because we went there to watch it, but then, like, also, like, it's just, you know, like, a different feeling when you're in a movie theater because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just the experience, mm-hmm. like, what Tina was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I remember we watched that movie. There were so many interruptions. I was like, this is not the same as going <laughs> to a movie theater. Right? Because, like, at a uh, the theater, yes. you, like, people will shush you if you talk. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're at home. Like, it's just your family or friends. <laughs> you just talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, for me, I had so many plans. <laughs> oh, I guess 2020 was supposed to be my, like, my travel year. Because mm-hmm. I was supposed to, during spring break, I was supposed to go to Italy. But then since Italy was in stage four of COVID, that was canceled. Although mm. I would say... <laughs> One good thing about that was I was able to go to Eric Nam's concert. So. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, I went with you. <laughs> I played there, but yeah, that was a good concert. <laughs> and then in the summer, I was supposed to go to Vietnam again with my family and Tina. And then after yeah. Vietnam, go to Korea. But then again, COVID, so that didn't happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like another goal that I had because in 2019. I went to three concerts, and each one was, like, in d- during a different season of the year. So in 2020, I wanted to go to, like, at least one concert per season. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, I only went for winter. <laughs> but, yeah, during the winter Aww. time. Yeah, so I was very sad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so ambitious for that <laughs> Vietnam and Korea <laughs> trip. I ordered shirts to fundraise to go <laughs> and oh, I couldn't wow. go. <sighs> Where are the shirts now? <laughs> In my dad's office. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, are they the maroon ones? Oh no no. That's, um that's it's the one. yellow, purple and blue barcode. Oh I remember that one. Seriously. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think for me at least I kind of I had a paid like editing internships set out for the whole summer 
because I had the interview and everything in December, so I had I was like looking forward to it, and all of a sudden, all the internship programs were canceled, and even to this day, they're still canceled. Like I thought maybe for the summer <gasps> I could do it again, but they're still canceled, and oh I was like really sad because I was so excited to you know get started on my editing career, but now it's like pushed back because I I'm but I'm super so I was unemployed for so long, and but um. I am super grateful that I have two part-time jobs with like amazing like workplaces. So I'm very grateful to have, you know, like income. But um um that just doesn't leave me time to kind of get editing experience. So besides like going out, having fun, traveling, being with friends again and you know, just feeling safe outside of your home, the other thing I wish like I could do is just to kind of work on my dreams and goals more freely and stuff. So that that part has been hard on me too, because you know, like you just graduated college, you want to show people that you can be successful with an English major and something that's not as traditional. So and it's hard because now like it's been delayed, and all my aunties and whatever they're like, oh, so have you found a job in editing? I'm like, no. <laughs> but quit reminding me <laughs> yeah so it it has been tough but um i think i'll still be able to make it work it might be it'll take longer but i think that's fine it's just and i've been learning a lot on the way so i guess it's just kind of i try to see things as a blessing in disguise or things like that mm -hmm. i think like for a lot of us it's just there's a lot of things that happened that we never thought that would happen. And it's mm -hmm. kind of like, well, like, like for you guys, you're not able to do the job that you wanted or um, get internships for like the, the specific thing that you want to do. Um, and like for me, it's like not finishing a whole year. Like I was telling my career, like I didn't get my first yearbook mm. with kids. <laughs> you know? Oh, it yeah. And like, I didn't get to do all this fun stuff that I was looking forward to because I was like in the middle of planning a field trip. Mm -hmm. And I, it, it was, we, I mean, at least we went one field trip last year, but it's just like all these things that we wanted to do, but ended up not doing. And it kind of like, like, re, I guess like COVID kind of like rerouted things, you know? Mm -hmm. um, just, it's been tough. But like what Pian said, it's been also like a blessing in a way because now I feel like I'm a bit techy. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can do yeah. things online now that I probably haven't like wouldn't use during mm -hmm. um a normal year. So now I get to use these things that I've learned over distance learning and do it in the classroom with kids mm -hmm. too. So I mean that's a plus on that. But yeah. It really has been tough. A lot of things have been had to change. But mm -hmm. I think there's like a lot of learnings from it. Just oh, yeah. learning about like yourself or how like, you know, just things just won't go the way you want it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess with like COVID, everybody's create like I think we've talked about this before, but like everybody's creative side came out, mm -hmm. you know, oh, which yeah. is cool and i guess <laughs> i wouldn't say without covid we wouldn't be able to do our podcast <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah. it was like planned before but yeah and then it like start yeah and then starting mm -hmm. up our old tv again 
mm-hmm. and trying to work around that. But yeah, I think it's been. I guess the positive side of quarantine is that we got to slow down. Like I feel like when like looking back, my life was just so fast paced. I wanted to do as much as I can with whoever I wanted to, and um, in quarantine, I had to like slow life down and just kind of realize mm-hmm. especially with like the scare with my brother mm-hmm. testing positive like just kind of appreciating cuz oh my gosh I was so ready to like be tested positive like I thought I would be tested positive and because I have asthma I thought I would like you know die so I was like oh my gosh should I write goodbye letters like I was like all that stuff was yeah. going through my head oh and my I cuz like imagine if I did and like didn't like you know survive or something so it just kind of made me realize that I should instead of trying to rush through life and succeeding super early maybe just take it slower and uh, kind of appreciate what I have right now that Mm. I might not in the future so that's a big thing that I learned in quarantine and that it's one of the things I'm really grateful for so yeah, just like building the relationships that I have now and just kind of mm-hmm. working harder to, um, you know, keep it and grow with everyone. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's definitely true. Like just appreciating the people around you and like, like it's really tough to try to get in contact with everyone, but then it's also nice to be like, hey, how are you guys doing? I mm-hmm. miss you guys. And just, um, I feel like there's been a lot of conversation, like trying to talk to people more <laughs> in quarantine than <laughs> versus like when there's not quarantine. Because I know like with my college friends, it's like we don't get to hang out as often now, now that we're not in college. Um, so it was um, like, I know like the first year after college, it was just like meeting out once in a while (laughs) Mm -hmm. but now since we've been in quarantine it's like a few message here and there to check up on each other and so yeah Yeah. I think yeah I think um us just living in America is a blessing because I know because you know how we talked about like oh like it is like a blessing in disguise like our artsy side came out we got to do more things for ourselves and you know, slow down, but then, like, I, I feel guilty, like, feeling like this, because I know there are people out there who don't feel, you know, blessed, Mm -hmm. or that they got the chance to do something else, and to find different hobbies, Uh, but yeah, like, for those who do have, who have, still have to, you know, work at a faster pace, or start to work at a faster pace because of COVID, you know, to take care of their families, or, you know, to still provide food on the table, like, it's, I sometimes feel guilty for thinking COVID is a blessing, when I know that, you know, it is like a, um, just like a pandemic going on, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I agree yeah. with you guys, like, it is a mm-hmm. blessing in disguise for us, but I just feel guilty about it sometimes. Yeah, I think it yeah. has its positive and negatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we just have to kind of find ways to, you know, give out positivity to others or try and help when you can. So, like, you know, during the, like, the protesting, like, we kind of had to 
educate others and research and just sharing with each other with each other those resources that's already one thing of help like helping people get through a tough time and even like you know everybody's in like the e like because there's a, like the higher numbers of people in the er and all that like so for me i've been trying to give blood like every month or whenever i can give blood so that's because i used to be afraid of like needles but now i'm just like yep stick it right on in like (laughs) yeah so it's just like at least i know that i'm trying to like you know make a difference in someone's life and wherever whoever they may be so i think those kind of things like helps me kind of be more at peace you could say that like I'm not just sitting around you know like oh yeah like I'm just I have all the time in the world to just rest and sleep like how I've always wanted but more finding ways to be productive and helping others who can't really do that for themselves or for those that they want to help so yeah just kind of to like kind of challenge us and whoever is listening to you know try and do one thing, so, like, no matter how little, no matter how big, just kind of, you know, brighten someone's day during these harder times. Yeah, or like just being understanding of people's mm-hmm. situation, you know, like, if you're at the store and there's a lady who was, like, you know, trying to buy stuff, because, you know, sometimes when you're at the store and there's you see someone who has a lot of things, sometimes you're like, oh, there's something, why does this person buy so much things? <laughs> like, instead of, like, having that kind of math mindset, just understanding, like, you know, they might be in a tough situation. They might this person might have like a lot of things or like a lot of kids in her life that she needs to take care of or just really being understanding of people's situation, especially in like a very hard time like this. Like we never know. Mm-hmm. And so like what Payne was saying, like just kindness really goes along al- for anyone. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. Well, with that, I think that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening in and please tune in and and please tune into our next episode next Wednesday. And remember to follow our platform, A Moment of Boba, for the latest on our lives. Until next time.